Welcome back to the One Predator Podcast. Okay, so tonight we're going to talk about optics and where where we started with those. We're, Josh is here with me, as usual, teammate. Um, audio guy. Yeah, audio guy. Uh, audio professional. <laughs> uh, tell me tell me about yours. Me? How I what I started with? Well, we kind of touched on it last episode. Yep. I started with the Barska. Yep. Uh, and just a cheap Amazon red light. No focusing. Couldn't change the brightness at all. Was um, it like that? I don't even yeah, remember. It was just, I think I have one of those too, but it yeah. wasn't Amazon. <clears throat> it's, uh, you know, it was a good way to start. You know, when you're just starting out, you don't know what, what you need or. What it was the, a cheap way to start. It was a very cheap way to start, which. You could the, take a day gun, a daytime gun, throw a clamp on it with a light and you were hunting. Yep. And I mean, that's how you we weren't see. seeing much, but you were. No. Well, I don't want to say that. I mean, we we seen stuff, we shot stuff, but it was, they started to get, I mean, we were running them lights full bore, remember? Well, couldn't, couldn't dim it. So it was, it was what it was. was So, and it was red. It was red. Yes. And they don't see red, but they, I think they see it's the shadows it creates. So if you're hunting something with trees. Or even brush hills, hills, yeah. And it's it's like taking a flashlight and waving it in front of your eye, you know, like the light dark, light dark, light dark. Yeah, that's and they don't and they got real smart to that real quick. Yes, yes, they did. But there was other people hunting back then too. I mean, it we're not like the Flintstones of coyote hunting around here. There was so I imagine there was lots of other guys that had lights. Oh yeah. You know, before IR or right thermal or anything was available for right. public use. You know, that was only yeah, it was all itself. military stuff. Yep, yeah. So, yeah, the old Barska illuminated reticle that was uh, super handy. It was mine was like that. Had to use the green though. You couldn't use red on red. Mm-hmm. It's red and green, different. Just didn't mix. different brightnesses. Right. Um, ran that for what three years. At least, yeah, I got pictures of it on my phone. At least mall. three years, because I think it was it was twenty twenty, just before COVID hit. We got our sight marks. Yep. Um, from night vision guys. Night vision guys. Um, shipping's not great. Nope. You got yours in like two weeks, and it took me four or five to get mine. This yeah, season it was a it while. Ended. Before I got my scope. It was a while. Yeah, I got mine um, quick. Yeah. But I say quick. I had to email them a couple of times. Oh, I, Maybe they're just busy. I mean, yeah, I don't, don't, don't want to judge. No, no, know? no. no. I'm, just, not, I'm not knocking them. Um, I don't like... The thing I didn't like about it was, is, you know, we had paid for such product. Right. And no. we did not have it. Right. It was... And you know, we did payments. Bought, paid for. I well, I did payments. Yeah, no, I did too. I was right. making payment. I made a payment before I got the thing. Right, me too. Well, well, they took the. I don't know. I can't say if I did. 
I know I had to wait for it, and I didn't like that. Yeah, it was. Because, like, in my line of work, you know, we don't get paid till the job's done. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, we don't get paid before we start something. Or if I sell a product from the farm, you know, or if somebody buys something, you know, either way, whether it be an animal or whatever, it's payment first, then product. Right. You Which, know, I not, mean, they were paid. Yeah. They got paid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. So, I remember the struggle. Yes, it was. Um, a lot of emails. Very a lot, a lot of emails. I called them a few times, and I was like, "Listen, yeah, I well, like this season like I get coming it. to an end. Like, right, we understand that. You know, well, things are getting crazy because of the whole COVID thing. Yeah, it was COVID. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, come on. Right, it just took forever. So, the site mark, and that was a was, huge purchase. Oh, at the time for us, we were like, "Wow, this thing's six hundred bucks, five ninety nine. Yeah, it was, and it was a good scope. My wife thought I was crazy. Oh, so it is. It was night. What a game changer! Absolutely. Like the first night out, I can remember. Like, wow. Yep. The things that we seen that we probably never would have seen. Oh yeah. No sight distance was much much further. I mean, yep. you're going from. 80 to 100 yards, so yeah, like we five, were, 600. Right, we had to, yeah, yeah. You know, With the right light, not the stock yeah. one, 200 yards, yes. but it used those stupid CR123 batteries. That was I for think. the stock light, yeah. I hated those. No, um, I don't think I've ever used the stock light. Oh, yeah. Because I had the Predator Tactics light. Yeah. Which I bought for red light. And then when you, we were using the regular scope, right. scope lights, scope. and then and then you put an IR bulb and got the IR bulb. Yeah. Do you remember which one it was? Was it the one we got from Tony up to the? No, I got one? mine right from Predator Tactics. Yeah, I think my first my first light came from up there. It was a kit. It was green. Yeah, oh my god, red and green. It came with red and green. I mine didn't only had no. green in it. I oh, had so to I buy had, the red bulb or the red both. module. And then switched it. So what else did you have after that? After the sight mark was the C50. Right. The Pulsar Digex C50. I went, I went back to the sight mark thing. <laughs> we was, almost forgot to mention this. Uh, They're a great scope. They, they are a good scope. For, They're, for if you're starting now, absolutely. Scope, absolutely. Pair it with a good light, either the Predator Tactics light yep. or then I got the Coyote Cannon. Right. Good old Sniper Hog. Yep. Um, that's a big light. It's heavy. Yeah, made the guns heavy, but it's a great light. I mean, you can see easily out to a thousand yards with that thing. If yep, you, know, you got the room to see that far, it's the perfect com- you know, good combination. Right, I, I can't say perfect combination. I mean, you're yeah, it's a good and, combination. Yeah, and you weren't like you could see that far when you say a thousand yards. You could see that far, but you. You couldn't. It wasn't crystal clear identification either. No, you could. You see, could tell between a dog and a deer. Right. I and you know you can pick up the IR picks up in their eyes. Right. So you get the reflection in the eyes and you right. can see you know there's something out there, and then you know you have to figure out how it's moving. Right. Which is what I was going to say next is like when you, you know, coming from a light to these these scopes and you are seeing these distances and have an eye shine. And we were still scanning with red lights, still headlights scanning. at the time. Yep. And uh, you had to learn the movements like a fox would bounce. Yes. Okay. 
but like a coyote when it's running, they kind of they don't they like bound. I, they're not as bouncy as a fox. Like a fox is like like right out of a Disney movie. I mean, yeah. they're just like hey, 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 hey. Yep, just you know, coyotes. They're kind of a dead trot, and then your cats. They just walk. They yep. just come at you. They don't. Their heads don't move. They don't. They're very flat, and they just come straight at you. They never stop and pause. A coyote and a fox will wiggle and jiggle around fox more than a coyote. And uh, so you had to learn. And then obviously the deer, <laughs> which there was an oopsie with one of those once, and uh, that was my fault. But uh, a deer, because, you know, you looked for the head travel because they got like a three-foot neck on them. So yeah. you knew when they were down low and then picked their head up to eat, you know, when they were eating, you knew that. You looked for that travel. And even the space, the deer's eyes are further apart than a coyote, yep. which at certain distance, you know, at long distances, it's hard to figure, you know, because they're just bright. Yeah. They're just like two balls of fire. Yep. But. So, yeah, with the sight mark and the coyote cannon, it was a good combination um, for distance. And then once, you know, your target got in closer, you can identify a lot better. It recorded. It recorded, yeah. No sound. It. But it nope. recorded. That was well, huge. the version we had didn't did not record. No, record sound. Right. Um, the newer ones I do I believe do have sound. Right. You know we're talking four years ago now. Right. I have um, the OG of sight marks. Yep. And then the biggest problem we had with the sight, well, at least I had with the sight mark, is the cold. Yep. It did not like to work in the cold. Nope. Um. Here in the Northeast, I mean, this weekend, for example, it's going to be cold. Yes. And it get down, you know, down below 20, 15, right. 20 degrees. And it just Red wouldn't, screen. Red wouldn't screen, turn on. Wouldn't turn on, trying to change batteries in the dark. Yep. On a stand, trying to, you know, fiddle around with those things, trying to get it to turn on. And it's yep. just frustrating as all get out. Right. You get all the way out, set up somewhere, and your scope don't turn on. Yeah. It's super, super frustrating. Absolutely. Multiple times that happened. Yes. I, yeah. And then we went to the battery packs, which, so I did it first, and I was dumb, and just put the cord in there, and I literally was, I had my battery packs attached to my rifle with the cord swinging around, and I, the first night I broke this, the SB poured off. Yep. The mini SB poured off in my scope because, like an idiot, I was carrying it around with the battery hooked up. And then we educated ourselves on the magnetic cords. Yeah, the breakaway. Right. And even just the simple fact that don't be dumb and uncook the thing when you are when you take it. Once it's in the tripod and you're set up, then hook it up. And yeah. don't, don't try to carry it with no. it. <clears throat> and mine was broke, and it's still broke, and I would run batteries. Yeah. At least you had the battery pack. I had the battery pack. Well, then helped. you wouldn't turn it off. I wouldn't turn it off. I'd just leave it running. And that helped a little bit. I think there was a couple times it still screwed up in the in the extreme cold. Um, probably be a good good scope for the south. Where yeah, just, that's what we were just saying. Yeah. yeah. Where it doesn't get too cold. Right. I mean, it can get cold. Well, yeah, we're not saying but, it can't get cold down there. They're getting some cold right now, but it's it's like that you know, all the time up here. But like, if you're in the Southern part of the country, yeah, 
that's why I like a lot of guys in Texas run them and stuff, and they don't have any problems with them. Like, yeah, you don't have the temperature fluctuations that we have. Right. That just consume battery power. Yes. Even with the sleep modes. Yeah, you could put it in standby. Sleep. That was a huge thing, though. Yep. Um, what else? Yeah. Learning the buttons. Learning the buttons. With your gloves on. Yeah. In the cold. Because <laughs> they're not raised. So... No. Like the new scopes now, they're raised, they're separated, so you knew the sight mark is just... Yeah, it just had the circle on the top yeah. with the power button in the middle. Right. So you had to figure out, you know, up, down, left, right, where you were. And you're doing all this while coyotes are running in on you. In the dark. And you're super excited. Yeah. And if you're me, you're running the call at the same time. Yep. Yep, yep. Which, yeah. Right. Um. So from sight mark... To the Pulsar. Yes. The C50. The life-changing event. Oh, my goodness. Night and day. Yep. Um, I can't say anything bad about it. I haven't had one. I haven't had a single issue with my Pulsar. Um, the C50. The Clarity. Yep. Records. Records. Which is cool. With sound. Well, the recording thing, I keep saying how great that is, is because, like, I had an, a situation the other night. You shoot something, and you're in a field, and it runs off. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. Maybe you, you missed. I don't I, think I did. But, I don't know. I mean, watching the video, I don't think you missed either. I don't think I missed. Um, but to know, to go back and reference. Yeah. Where was it standing? Because, you know, with this happening also, you know, you're excited. Things are coming in. You get like a little kid. You almost sound like buck fever. And I don't usually get that. And last night, well, it wasn't last night. It was a couple of nights ago. Um, it was cold. And uh, we had made a couple. We had made one stand before that. I called a dog from the opposite side of the road. And it went across the road and saw my pickup. Yep. And that thing just 180 and gone. My oh. guy caught it with my handheld scanner i was hunting with a buddy of mine and he was on the right side it was on his side and i said we got one coming from the other side of the road and that thing got to the road saw the pickup and it was like a bolt of lightning yeah. gone but that's why being able to record your shot yes as long as you remember <laughs> remember to push record to push the button see like i think that the, the thermals have like a They'll record on the shot. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, so Rusty's so, will. See, yeah, and... Steve's does, too. Steve and Chip, they both... When you pull the trigger, it'll go back, like, five seconds and then record ahead. Get out. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, almost constantly recording. Yeah. It and just goes back. It just goes back a few seconds and then records forward a few seconds so that that time frame is captured. Talk about a smart device. Yeah. I would, yeah. Super beneficial to have yes. recordings. Because how many times have we been like, we get out there and we and can't was, find it? Yeah. It was like, I know it was right here. I was this by this tree. This is where I shot it. We go back and look and no, man. We're no, like that, that one, yards off. Oh, yeah. That one where I don't think we even started calling and I shot one. You No, yeah, because you were still kneeling down to get the call out of the bag. And I shot that one in the field there. Which, I can't remember that one. Um yeah. I remember the without, time. Without. I heard the gun go off. I was literally getting the call out of the yep. bag. And, and you were like, there's there were, a dog in the field. You didn't have time to tell me. Nope. And there were two more 
circling around us and we're watching while we're trying to find this thing. And it wound up being 30 yards behind us. Yeah. We had walked right past it. I don't know how many times. Oh yeah. I remember that night. We're going there tonight. Yeah. There were several times where Carl goes, get down, get down, get down. So I'm laying in the wet grass. Did we have, we didn't even have (laughs) comms then, did we? Yes. We did have comms. Yes. Comms are huge. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Get down. (laughs) We don't recommend. No. I mean. And we don't shoot right over top of one another either. It's not like that. I mean, every time that that's happened. I, I don't know that we've actually taken a shot. After saying that, it's just like a one. Yeah, I've been involved in it. Was there? Yeah, but it wasn't even in my direction. Yeah, it was. It's more of a safety thing. Yeah, because it's not literally like the animal that we were recovering was down. Yep. And then the call goes over the comms, and we lay down, and the shot was a totally different direction because it was a total different animal coming in. Yeah. So it wasn't like we don't shoot at each other. No. No, we're definitely... I don't want to scare our wives, you know? <laughs> Gun safety is definitely a big... Yeah, do big, not do that. Big thing to take into account. I would never shoot over any of my guys, even if there was one standing there. Yeah. Which we all carry handguns, so at that point, if it's close enough, the yeah. guy laying on the ground could shoot it. There you go. Um, so, yeah, like... C-50. Recording. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the recording. So, like, there have been several times... One I can remember is Carl shot one right on the edge of the woods and we searched, I don't even know how long for it, went to another field, came back, watched the recording. I was like, okay, he was still out in the field by the, by the edge of the woods. And I go, okay, I'm looking at him. All right, go to your right, right there by that tree. Look down. Okay. There's blood. Definitely hit it. I mean, in the video, we could see that we hit it. And, uh, that was the mangy one. No, this is one that was curled up underneath that bush. Remember? So that happened twice in that spot then. Yes. Um, yeah. Two hours we looked for that dog. Yeah. And it, I and, was army crawling and, and through again, the thickest God awful brush you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and again, we were way beyond where it was. Yeah. Searching around, trying to find tracks of the snow. So the video Helps. Helps. It's fun to watch it again. Man, I can remember that dog. Um, I had oh, a little cheap flashlight, and yep. I'm like crawling through that creek bed. Yep, wound up and finding her, curled up underneath a It looked a bush, like that. Like she was just sleeping there. It looked like the bush from Bambi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? I know exactly right? what you're talking like, about. It was tucked in there, and this thing, guys, this thing died and laid down like it went to sleep. Yep, it was just curled up. And it wasn't looking at me so i had no eye shine i had that cheap that's when i start i had the thermal the little cheapy did i have the cheapy i think so yeah the uh the cheap it was agm right agm yep. i don't want to say it was cheap but oh, it's only like a 256 processor or something it's super it's 100 yards under you're good to go so i mean like i'm crawling with my handgun my flashlight and this hand thermal and i'm looking for heat spots and you know you'd see a blob you couldn't even tell it was an animal and then you check it with the flashlight we had two hours to look for that yeah it was a long time recording's huge and that huge bit of it that might have been sight mark days too yes was that was sight mark days 
I think the other one there, that mangy one, remember that crossed through the hedgerow, went into the grass out behind it in the next field. And then yeah, and then hooked the right. Remember we got to it was alive? Yeah. I don't know. I still don't know how you found that thing. I don't know either. It was luck. Because that grass was like five, six foot tall. Oh yeah. And I well, I don't want to say it was luck. We I crossed that ugly hedgerow. This I'm telling you, it's right out of the movie. It's like there's little tunnels in it and it's just a canopy and you can't and it's like coyote haven well it used to be till the farm shut down um now they don't they used to put dead cows and stuff out there and that was like they just lived there man that was that was their spot for easy food right but that and you'd think and they don't always eat on the bait piles either once some things start getting old and rancid them coyotes don't want to eat it yeah they like fresh stuff but um yeah, that one too. That was mangy. That thing that thing went a good eighty yards, was alive. Yep. When I and got to it. Yeah. And then we I had your pistol I took your pistol. Because yes. I didn't have mine. I was like, <laughs> give me your pistol. I'm going in. Yep. And I shot it once with the pistol. And then when I we Josh had got to me and uh we go to because we have a drag too. Yeah. You gotta have a drag. Especially for the mangy ones. So I didn't even know. I didn't even realize, man. It just looked like a coyote. I mean, it didn't have a winter coat, but it was, it had fur, you know. So I just hooked the old drag to it and started going. It was still alive, remember? Yeah, all the way back to the truck. Yeah, he walked behind me. I was like, if that thing starts to get up, just tell me to drop (laughs) it and then shoot it. I never seen that coyote had a will to live. I must have spined it. That's the only thing. I was back before we even had a fur a fur buyer that took our stuff. Yep. We were just tossing them, and I didn't like doing that, so we changed. We yeah. we uh, adapted. So, C50. C50. No. I get sidetracked. No, it's fine. We're it's chatting. Chatting, and it helps, you know. Right. Um, reinforce what we're talking about. Right. The stories. Uh, then with the C50, we paired thermal scanners. Yes. Also another. No more headlamps. No more headlamps. We don't use lights unless we're looking for something. Right. You know, after the Or shot. in the truck. <clears throat> or in the truck. From the Not that we shoot from the window. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Like, no, we'll no. scan. We, we, we got a lot of spots. Well, so we scan with fortunate. the thermals now. Yeah. So we, we but I don't because I'm driving. Well, it's kind of hard to look through a thermal. They don't work through a windshield. <laughs> Guys, don't do that. You will crash. So I keep my old PT light in the center console just to hit. You know, if they're because Josh is obviously usually on the passenger side, uh, I'll hit the ones on my side with the red light and just turn it down real low. Just look for some eye shine. Yep. So after buying the Pulsar C50, it kind of became bias to pulsar so i wound i wound up getting the xg35 which is the 640 processor thermal Mm -hmm. super clear yes um fantastic scanner yep i mean you know we're kind of customer service with pulsar though seriously because i've had one issue um we buy our our optics from a local guy we should we should have him on here one night yeah Everybody needs to meet him, but he, uh, great dude. The Reaper. Uh, yeah, the Reaper. We actually, uh, I was a part of his, uh, of his coming into the coyote 
side of the world. He was just a long range shooter. Yeah. And uh, we took him out one night and uh, <laughs> so weird. The first night, first night, first spot, he had a 308 with a red light on it. <laughs> And I think I had lights then. I know I might have had the wraith then. No, I can you know, lights. We all had lights. I think we all had lights. When he gets on here, we'll have to ask him. But I'm pretty sure. Um, two minutes in on a woodpecker called a double. Really? And I remember I was on the right. We put him in the middle and Rusty was on the left. So that way everybody has... Their section of their, fire. Their shooting lane. Because we don't, that's the other thing. We don't cross barrels and stuff or shoot past each other's heads. It's just not safe. In the dark, in the in the, the heat of it, you yep. know, when you're excited, don't do that. Have your have your vectors of fire and stick to it. And if you got guys that you hunt with that don't, don't hunt with them. Yeah. Because, you know, it's way better to go home to your family than get shot in the back of the head. But, so, yeah. Yeah, and it was, uh, the thermals were huge. Uh, yep. Still another, are. Another game changer for us. Yeah. Uh, we, so we scan thermal. Yep. We're dark all the time. Yep. Scan thermal and uh, shoot with night vision. And, I, you know, we got guys in the group that have thermal scopes that scan with their scopes. Yep. That we have guys in the group that have thermal scopes that scan. They have hand scanners too. Yes. So, and they're the Pulsars with the 348 processor. And uh, because, again, so the 640 is great. Um, the 348, if you're just using it to know, you know if a coyote is coming. Yeah. With a 348. Like, I can see him. I can't tell you, well, it depends. I don't want to lie. So, like, on the good nights, the good thermal nights, we call them, when you look through that thing, there's no moisture in the air because all that affects it. There's no, because you'll get, like, a halo with them. Then you got to play with your color palettes and your contrast and get into things like that to get them to see really well. Um, on those nights, what a three, what a, my 348, um, I can see, I can tell you what it is, you yeah. know, without a problem. Yeah. And I'm a, you know, we're, me and Josh are the, I think we're the only ones that hunt thermals. Thermal IR, yeah. With thermal and then night vision. Yeah. And, you know, um, you know, everybody's like, even the guys in the group, oh, you need to get a thermal. Well, one, the thermals are expensive. Someday, yes, I do want one. Sure. Um, but, you know, we've had nights and we're there with us. And we get something coming in, and they're asking us what it is. Yeah. And I'm like, We're man. At, you... They're asking us for the ID. Like, yeah. you have a $6,000 scope. You tell me what it right. is. Like... You need to tell me what gender <laughs> it is for that kind of money. Because our little $1,500 night visions, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a fox or it's a bobcat. Yep. Well, that's the other thing is, and they're, you know, everybody, and that was, you know, pre, when everybody was still kind of new to that kind of, that game. Um, then you you learn how they react as they're coming in yep. the bounce, the trot, you know, the zigzag, you know, Bobcat straight in just a solid walk. Um, the distance, like a lot of times I've hunted with guys that are like, Oh, there's something out there on the edge of that brush line. And it's a rabbit. 
Yeah. And the thing is, well, yeah, it's a heat ball. There's some big rabbits out there. But when you push out to like 300 yards, 400 yards, and you're looking at a heat ball on the edge of a, a thicket, it looks like something. But the distance of the heat ball to the ground. Yeah. You have to learn that. Mm-hmm. And even with the hand scanners to know, because again, sh- knowing what you're shooting at is super important. Because we're in the dark. Yes. Like dark, dark. Dark, dark. Yeah. You know? Because even when it's real bright out, I don't like to go when it's bright. I feel like they, unless we can get in something, get in a tree line or something. But, but yeah, that's the hand scanner. Same thing with me. I started with a, oh, God. It was a thirty thirty, and a, I had a Walmart floodlight rechargeable with a folder divider in it. I think I talked about it in the last episode. I made it up here that night after I lost one of my calves and um i was hunting with that so try to shoot a winchester 3030 with a eight inch spotlight <laughs> hanging on one so you're like you i'd sit down by a tree and squeeze the trigger and have the rifle on my knee trying to shoot with one hand try to do that yeah and then i went up to our our gun guys and uh, up to our local gun shop, and they had these Predator Tactics light kits. And I was like, it was, I think it was like 300 bucks. It was a lot of money. Yeah, um, two or three, yeah. Yeah, something like that. But I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. So I bought one. It was green. I had no idea. I ran that thing full power. It was clamped to my rifle. I was using a Vortex V-Bright. Um, I love that that scope with the lighted uh radical and it's pretty good glass for the money yeah yeah well vortex even my the crossfire i have on my oh, that's what i was my six five is i mean super clear it's right like a 300 scope it's cheap but it's a good scope and it's never off no. I've never i've never had an issue with it being off but we'd scan i mean that was oh god we had oh excuse me we had bipods on our rifles and we're scanning with those lights on top of the rifles and wide open full bright they were adjustable though the pt ones yep and uh didn't know any better so we would just scan constant you know back forth back i wonder we talk about this all the time how many coyotes that we did call and never saw yep or spooked right because we were moving or Hitting them with the light, directly with the light. And yep. Just, they were too far out for Hitting us Hitting trees, bouncing yeah. off of trees, shadow dark, you know, light dark, light dark, light dark. Yep. Because they were full bore. So, you know, we had, I had a light and I hunted with that and that rifle for a long, a long time. Uh, for, I think my bobcat kill was like my first. Yeah, first like nighttime. Called, right. Called. Yep. That was with a red light on, that was that setup. No, it was a two two three. Yeah. But yeah. it was, that it was a red light. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, wasn't, it wasn't the thirty thirty. No. No, that was the two two three. No, that was my two two. yeah, my AR, my M&P. Um, then, I, we started talking about night vision scopes. Yeah. I think Rusty, we got to get him on here too. Rusty, kind of, um. Uh, he was like, our, he was the guy we asked, you know, like, what do you think about this or that? And he, 
he, you know, he's like, wow, well, he's looking at these site mark rates and there's, you know, 500 bucks and it's night vision. It's yep. a good, runs off double A's, super easy to get. We get right. them at the corner store if we're hunting, you know, yeah, this, yeah. that, and the other thing. So we, uh, well, I think I bought the first one. Yeah, yeah. You, you ordered your Wraith, and I think I ordered mine like the next day. Right, and then Rusty had one, and then uh, Cousin Chip had one. Um, they all had problems. You guys all had problems with cold weather with those. Yep. Mine, never. That yeah, thing, I don't know how. I don't, <laughs> I could, I, the coldest I ever, because I was talking about this the other day with a guy on face, one of the Facebook groups, because they were talking about the cold and what to do with the race, and. Because it's so cold out in the Midwest right now. And uh, I never had a problem. Mine would go fire up in the cold, come off of sleep mode, record. It did everything. The only thing I couldn't do was run a power pack. Yep. So I had to have batteries with me. And I ran the... Everybody runs different batteries in them. I've tried rechargeables. They never lasted. So I used to run the Duracell Optimums. They're $20 a package. Yeah, you know, in a good week of hunting, I'd go through a pack of them. Right. Um, but they were uh, you had to have good batteries in it. And then, so with the wraith, I I had a PT light. I put um, the eight fifty IR in it mm-hmm. and ran that. And like now we're talking like like Josh said, it was like eight hundred yards. I could see good with that thing. Oh yeah. And because the stock IR light that comes with the Wraith is no good. I mean, it's good. If you're yeah. just going to go out and it's warm in where you are. And you're only looking to see 100, 150 yards. Yeah, maybe 200. <clears throat> maybe. I, I could barely see the fence across the field. Here. Yeah. So. Not clearly identified either. No. Like, it, it, you know. It worked. It, oh, yeah. It just sucked with those batteries. Because yep. they were stupid expensive. Yes. They do not have those at corner stores. No. Those so that are... makes no sense to me. Yeah. We had to like go to Walmart or like or CVS or something. CVS or Lowe's or yeah. something. And if, you know, we hunt at night and those places are closed. <laughs> so once your CR123 died, you were done. You were all done for the night. So before I had a headlight too. We scanned with a headlight. And then one of my dad's friends gave me this Bushnell night vision. Oh, do you yeah. remember that thing? Yeah, I do it's remember. It's atrocious. That. It's huge. <laughs> it's like a telescope. Yeah. But it was free. Yeah. And he was, he was an old timer that did it with spotlights. And he's like, I used to use this. And I'm like, and it ran on CR-123s. Yeah. And uh, I used that for a while. The IR light in it wasn't that great. You'd get like 200 yards out of it, but you could see uh, eye shine. It worked. It was huge. Like I said, it was like a telescope, so you couldn't just shove it in your pocket. I think I had a lanyard on it, and I used to hang it off my neck, and then it would get wrapped up in the tripod or whatever, because at that point, we were we went to the bog tripods. The bog pod. Yep. And that was huge, because then we could... Oh, my God. Yeah. Just set your rifle, forget about it until you needed it, and just sat there. Well, you could focus on what you're doing. Scanning, yeah. calling, whatever. Yep. You don't have to mess around with trying to get things figured out. You know, you could... you could. Uh, it just made it... It was safer. 
Oh, yeah. You know? So, yeah, Wraith, and then uh, that's on the OG gun, the original. And I that I fired it up the other day. It'll fire up right now, right? Yeah. I haven't touched mine in probably over a year. I shot it here last summer. I got it out. Well, it was fall before season started. That's my backup gun. Yeah. I've shot a lot of coyotes with that gun. Just a normal, I think it's an 18-inch barrel. It's a uh, one in nine twist. It's got a different upper on it. A friend of mine gave me a different upper because I had that big steel front sight. Yeah, on the, my, the, uh, yeah, that interfered with the scope. Right. And I couldn't figure out why I was having trouble seeing anything, and the light was hitting that giant front sight. Yep. And uh, I was going to drill the rivets out and take it off, and then a buddy of mine had a Bear Creek one. It was a 1 in 9, and I can't believe he gave it to me. He gave it to me. I, we put it on, and it was that was the way it was, and I shot quite a few dogs. That was huge going from that to that and then once we started talking about c50s and uh and hand scanners at that time we were still running headlights you had the predator Predator tactics headlamp yeah it was a good headlamp oh yeah it was good my brother's got one too i bought him one for christmas one year when we back when we were doing it like that and then i had i had a wicked that I bought secondhand from a guy. It worked good, but the wires, the wiring in it was crap. And yeah. Remember, we soldered it here before we went out a couple yep. times. It wouldn't work. The wires come off. It was just beat up. I yeah. still got it. Yeah, the only thing I had happened with my PT headlamp is I broke the switch. And, like, the plastic around it broke. So I, right. I superglued it back together, and it still works today. Super glue and duct tape. Yeah. Fixing well, stuff where you go out. the world together. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, yeah, and then I had uh, The Wicked, and then I uh, started watching Jason from Sniper Hog on Facebook, and watching his, you know, he would do lives and talk about his products, and, and this and that, and I bought, uh, basically, it's a coyote cannon for your head. Yeah. The, um, I don't even know, I don't remember the number on it. I can look it up quick. I can't. Um, God, it's escaping me right now. I still got that. That's a great light. So that, you know, scanning with you. So we were scanning with headlights. We had comms. Yes. We had radios. We messed out around with a bunch of different radios. And so... You were hand, rifles, tripods, hands-free, running the call, scanning with their headlights. Um, and then it got to uh, where these dogs started to recognize. They knew the lights. Did you find it? Is it the 50? Yes. Yeah. The, the K, what is it? The, the KAP. The KAP 50? The 50K AP, yeah. Or whatever it is. It's yep. a, I'm, I'm murdering the name of it, but... Yeah. Yeah. 50K AP headlamp. Yeah. It was a great... That's a great headlamp. Super bright. Ungodly bright. Yeah. Also, the only thing I don't like... We're going to both talk about this. The weight. Oh. 
Yes. Like you have no idea. We wore them headlights for years and headlights with comms. So then we had our headsets. Yep. When we, I remember when I got that first cheapy scanner and I was still using my headlamp with that cheap scanner. I had the AGM scanner thermal because I could only see 150 yards and couldn't tell you what it was. Right. Um, I was still using the red for the uh, the buttons on the collar, learning the buttons on the collar because they weren't illuminated. So I would just kind of, you know, glance down quick just to see where my, I know them now. I can do it with a blindfold. Um, but yeah, we were using those. But when we took those, I remember the first night I went out without mine. Yes. My neck felt better the uh, next day. Like. They're heavy. They're that heavy. is the only thing I don't like. And towards the end of using them before we went dark with the thermal scanners and everything. The dark ages. I would I would get such a wicked headache yep. by the end of the night. That thing hitting you in the forehead. Right in the forehead. And then All the, the time. battery pack hanging off the back. Oh my god. It was just like a vice grip just squeezing I put your it, head. Mine's I got mine on my dresser and it was I was looking for the batteries. I needed the batteries out of it. And uh, I put that thing on. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, how did I wear this all night long? For hours on end. Like like I said, I remember the first night after I got my Pulsar of just freedom. Yep. There's nothing wrong with them, though. They are great. No, it's a great thing to have. And you got to start somewhere. Yeah. I mean, that's what yeah, we're getting. It all, here. it all depends on what your budget is. Yeah. Like, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be able to afford more expensive, nicer stuff over the years. Dig the needle in deeper. <sighs> yeah. We have friends. I got a, well, our gun guy there, <laughs> Tony, he always said, he goes, I think sometimes I just think maybe drugs are cheap. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Tony does drugs, but he just no. always makes that reference. Yeah. That, you know, I mean, it's, it's so expensive, you know, but it's a good time, you know, and you know, so that's just me and you now. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's primarily my like only hobby that I have. Right. And we can only do it six months out of the year. Right. We have a season. So over the summer, it's like, oh, what's coming out for next year? You know, what's bigger or better than what we have or, you know. I love it when my wife is like, do you really need anything else? And I'm like, always. Yes, honey. Yes, I do. I'm sorry. But I'm that guy that, you know, she makes an Amazon list. And I'm like, what do you want? Just put it in the list, send it to me, I'll buy it. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. And she's not, she's, we're both evenly, we treat each other evenly. You know? Oh, yeah. She no, just I, knows, like, ever since this coyote thing, it's like. Yeah. No, my wife expects it every fall. So what are you getting this year? Right. You know, when I bought my hand scanner, she almost choked because I didn't tell her. I was like, I'm just going to I'm going up oh, to buy no. a scanner. I, I gave the warning. Oh, yeah. you did. She said, well, how much her. is that going to be? I didn't tell her uh, with taxes. Uh... Right. She read the receipt <laughs> when I got home. She used the card. She's like, how much was that? You know, I was like, here, babe, try this out. You yeah, know, this is so cool, she's right? like looking at our dog in the house with it. She's like, this is so awesome. And then. You know, goes outside, looks out across the field here with it. She's like, this is great. She goes, by the way, how much was this? <laughs> and I'm, I just kind of gave her the receipt and walked in the other room. I'm like, well, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. When I got mine, I went down to uh, my parents' house to show my dad. 
He's like, oh, that's really cool. How much was that? And I hold up three fingers. He's like, $300? Oh, yeah, yeah, $300. We'll go with that. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, my God. Not 300 No, not 300 That's even like my night, my wraith. I remember I was doing something with it over at the shop. And uh, it was in the tripod. And my dad comes in and he goes, so this is what you run around with all night. Why you're always tired all day. I'm like, yeah, that's, this is it. <laughs> And we had been hunting for a couple of years, obviously, because we had night vision by then. And I turned it on for him. Now, he can't. He's got real bad eyes. Well, not bad. He's just been around dirt and dust all his life. That they're just, they don't tear, you know. So, you know, he just always battles that. But, you know, you got to, these scopes are TV screens. Yeah. It's not like trying to look through glass. It's totally different. So he looked through my, and he was like, man, it's a good thing we didn't have these when we were kids. <laughs> my dad thought the same thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> because believe it or not, it was different. Then. Oh, yeah. They oh. would have been, there would oh. have been dead bucks everywhere. Everywhere. And them guys were cowboys. But it was, you know, but it is what it is. You know, I mean, back then, hey, we were, we were pretty poor. And uh, we ate deer to eat to live. Yeah. So it was... And that's what always like you know. There's guys that jack deer, and I don't, I don't agree with that at all. No, be a sportsman about it. Right, be a sportsman, and that's the way we were brought up. Be a sportsman. The bottom line is, is if we were hungry, we ate deer meat. Yeah. So I mean, that was, and I don't care what anybody, anybody says. Um, you know, that's just how we were brought up. So then after that, you know, after the, you know, the race and how impressed the old guys were of them. Yes, yes, they were. Um, it just got deeper and deeper. And then I ended up, I think you got your C-50 first. Yes, I did. And because Rusty was like, oh, you know, Pulsar makes a night vision. And we started looking into those and ended up. Josh had got his first, and I remember the night I looked at her, I was like, oh, my God, I need one of these. I need this, yep. And I begged, borrowed, and stealed, and uh, got one, and uh, been running it ever since. Uh, Run it both on the AR platform and my bolt gun, which is a a Ruger. Um, And that's what it's currently on now. Yeah. Yeah, we're running bolt guns, which we'll talk about guns in another episode. Right. But we're just and I, on the I ran now. the stock IR. The stock IR for the C50 is a good IR. And then I had some technical issues that had nothing to do with the light. But <laughs> I ended up um, buying, a, getting a hold of Sniper Hog. Because the Canon, I had the Canon on there, and it's just so heavy. And then I ended up uh, getting a 66 with the turbo 850 on it and uh, that's what i'm running now with a dimmer tail cap and i love it i can i can see everything i need to see but and that's yeah that was it that was the end of it so so far so far so far there's we got a lot of stories Story. we get into those yeah. we slipped some in today yeah yeah um yeah. Anything else? No. That's that's about it. That's where we're at now. We're running pulsars. Love pulsar. Love the product. Pulsar. Uh, sniper hog lights. Sniper hog lights. 
Great lights. Great lights to have. Uh, customer service with both. Yes. Are great. You've, you've dealt with it more than I have. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'll touch on it a little bit. It's Pulsar, I had an issue with a battery. It would, you know, because it comes, it's got an internal, two externals, or an external for the, the IR and an external for the the scope itself, which the runtime on a Pulsar is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I mean, Even in cold temperatures. Yep. Easily six. I mean, we've gone six, eight hours. Right. Because I just put mine to sleep. Yeah. Between Again, stands. it has a sleep mode. Yep. So it's super. I mean, you just got to learn your buttons. Yep. And you got to be, you know. The, there's only three on the Pulsar. Right. And they're separate. And they're separate. And nice layout. Right. And you um, got to be able to just, if you're scanning with your hand scanner, to go to, because we don't run our scopes all the time. They're in sleep. No, I, I leave mine on, honestly. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't put it to sleep. That way, it, it's one less thing I got to think about. Oh, I yeah. just got to hit record. I run mine in sleep. I just got to hit record. Right. Because that's the other thing is forgetting the record button, which yep. we already talked about. But um, Yeah, I had issue with a Pulsar battery. They gave me a new one. Yeah. and you had It's a $100 battery. Right. You had a problem with the charger. And the charger. You know, my charger wouldn't. So I would have to charge them in the scope and just swap them. That's when I was using the stock IR. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I went to the Sniper Hog 66. Now, Sniper Hog, I had issues with the headlight, uh, cord problems. Just, you know, it's from Using use. It. Yeah. And Normal I, wear and tear. Right. And I had emailed them, and they were like, nope, send it back. We'll fix it. And there was no question. Yeah. I sent it back. I had it back in three days. Ready to rock and roll, you know. And uh, Pulsar, same thing. I, I had problems with the battery. It would drain super fast. And uh, they sent me a new battery. And then uh, for some reason, my charger stopped working. I don't yep. know why. It just wouldn't. You put the batteries in, and it wouldn't light up. Hmm. And then some days, it would. It was weird. Like, I left it plugged in, and I would pull the battery out of it and just try it that <laughs> night when I got home yep. to see if it was going to work. And if it did, I I put all the batteries in it and let yep. it charge. If not, I charge them through the scope, which you can do. Yeah. And uh, they just take a long time to charge. That's the only thing. Yeah, the scope. Even the scanners. My scanner charges quick. Really? Yeah. I feel like mine Even with for... that, that big APS-5 battery that yeah. is in it, it's maybe an hour, right? hour and a half. That thing's fully charged. The scope, really? I leave plugged in for quite some time. Yeah, that doesn't charge. hurt it, I don't think. I don't think so. Because um, I plug them in when we get home, usually. Yeah. Or the next morning. I usually do it the next day, because by the time I get home, I'm ready for yeah, bed. Yeah, I'm ready for bed. Tonight's going to be a long night. <laughs> it's going to be a long night. Yeah, because our tournament doesn't start till midnight. It's currently 10.30. Yeah. So, once it starts, we're loading up and heading out. So, we're just recording a podcast. Killing a little time. Yeah. Try to share, you know, that's again, when we talked about it in the first one, we just want to share what we've done. Yeah. The problems we've had and it like the guys that come into it now that hunt with us, my brother hunts with us, my cousin hunts with us, a couple friends, a couple friends. They've all piggybacked on all of the, I don't want to say mistakes that we've made in the past. Some of it was mistakes. Yeah. But all the information that we've gathered over the years of doing this, they just we never come had in, that. They just come in and be like, "All right, well, what do I need?" And they go out and they get you know the best stuff right. currently. It's you know 
just like we're running. And right, they didn't start the bottom like we no. did. They didn't, you know. Because even even with the wraith, with its problems, man, it was still a good scope. I don't take it away from it. Like it, no. you just got to know. Like mine, I so towards the end when I was, you know, when it, where I run it cold, I took an old wool sock, man, made a sheaf for it. <laughs> Everybody laughed at me, but I was talking about this in the Facebook group the other day. One of the predator groups guys running it. It's gonna be cold out there, and uh, I made a sheaf for it, and I would just get you know hand warmers yeah and crack too and slide them in there and and it was uh i didn't have any rubber bands so it's actually my kids hair ties that hold the <laughs> it's it's the goofiest thing ever hey, it works but i've been out in cold temps with that thing you keep a couple hot packs in there and it don't you don't even have to put two you just need one on yeah, the battery just, cover just keep the scope warm enough to it doesn't have to be super heated just yep. warm um but yeah yeah that's that's where it all, they, they've come into it where they just know, yeah. you know, yeah. they're so lucky. <clears throat> Piggyback on all the right. stuff that we've done. In Even the, the sounds. Sounds. Like when we call. Like, oh, so yeah. I've been calling for a while. So now like we take a new guy out. Yeah. Well, we're not going to give him the remote. <laughs> we should. <laughs> yes. Um, you learn it. Right. Like go start like we started yeah. not knowing, you know, because vocals. I mean, praise Stroud's. Pray distress sounds, excuse me, are pretty straightforward. Yeah. Like, if you know what's in your area, that's what you use. Um, but the vocals, man. Yeah. Learning, the, learning how they, what to say back to them when they talk to you. Yeah. Which we've collected from uh, podcasts, um, YouTube videos, yep. uh, Facebook Lives, like with Heath Baker. I watched him, still watch him. Um. No, but it's a little different here. Yeah. Even it's just, I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, you guys got it easy. Because it's not, there's nothing about coyote hunting that's easy. No. I mean, it is fun, but it's work. It's a lot of walking. It's a lot of long nights. Mm-hmm. Um, because you invest all this money into something you want. You want to go out and use the equipment. and Right. We always have fun. Right. Even Getting the spots. Nights. Yep. But like we take the new guys out, turn the call on. Boom, there's a coyote. Yeah. Boom, there's a fox. Boom, there's a... You know what I mean? Yep. And they're like, oh, this is great. I'm like, man, we, I called for four years and never shot <laughs> you nothing. You have no idea what it's actually I like. Have not, I have nothing. Like, you guys are in this way easier than we were. But... Yeah. Anyway. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Yeah. At One Predator. Yep. Uh, we just recently just got a TikTok. Yeah. Let's see how long that stays up. One Predator Hunts. Hunts, yes. Um, they keep oh, taking our videos down. But they, they did, yeah. Oh, and but that we just keep appealing and putting them back up because there's no weapons in it. I don't know. The people are yeah, just so I soft. Um, also on Instagram, yep. at one predator hunts. Yep. So you can find us on those three platforms. Give us a follow. Give us a like. And uh, we're gonna have many more of these. Oh yeah, many more. I'm so, enjoying it. So we'll keep, yeah, we'll keep having going. a good time. Thanks for listening to the One Predator Podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one.